You're listening to a podcast from 702. We're, of course, catching up with the news of the day. And, of course, the big story today in East Africa, certainly, is the Kenyan election. I've been saying to you that a number of you have been tagging me on a big hashtag making its way in East Africa right now, which is, of course, uh, Boycott Election KE. Boycott Election KE. If you search that hashtag, it'll give you a sense of what ordinary Kenyans on the ground are thinking and feeling because they went to the polls today again for the rerun of that country's general election. You'll remember, of course, President Uhuru Kenyatta was declared the winner in an August vote, but the results were declared null and void by the country's Supreme Court, citing irregularities. And Kenyatta is now seeking a second term, whilst the opposition leader, Raila Odinga, pulled out of the contest altogether. In fact, it hoped that the Supreme Court would delay the elections, but after a no-show by the majority of the judges at his 11th hour petition this week, it meant that the poll would go ahead. And joining us now is Africa strategist Ronak Kabaldas on the line from London. Ronak, good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Hi, Bongani. What's this? What's the latest in terms of how this poll is going? Odinga is uh, not participating. How is this all unfolding in Kenya right now? Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned uh, a hashtag earlier, boycott uh, Kenya. I mean, we've we've been using a hashtag, keeping up with the Kenyans, and I think that's just indicative of how confusing, dramatic, uh, chaotic, and and all over the place this election process has been since the Supreme Court ruling. Um, you know, up until yesterday, there was a last-minute petition uh, around whether the election would be delayed or not. And I think what the, the core message is that it's a deeply flawed election. It's not, it's not credible at all, given the fact that uh, Raila Odinga has pulled out. And that's going to really put a stain on the legitimacy of, of Uhuru Kenyatta's presidency, because it's quite clear that he's going to be elected with a landslide result. Now, we are here partly because observers were criticized for monitoring the voting process the last time and not enough attention on the counting. If, as you say, this result is not seen as legitimate, what does that say for the future of Kenyan politics and its democracy? Yeah, I mean, we're in, we're in very, very uncertain territory over here because I think what's quite clear is that uh, Raila Odinga and the NASA coalition is going to, to contest the result by the courts again. Uh, and the big question mark is around whether the, there will be a second annulment given the credibility issue. And I think that really takes us into uncharted territory if that is the case, because then we're in a third election cycle. Kenya's been in, in election mode for the better part of the year. That means you've got a policy vacuum, and that means that there's no end in sight to, to this ongoing political drama. I mean, it's not our base case that there'll be another annulment, but, um, but you know, it, it's very difficult... Uh, to, to interpret this without concrete legal um, judgments being put forward. Are there any concerns that we might see another eruption of violence as we've seen previously? Yeah, I mean, those are, those are always the, the concerns around an election in Kenya. And given how high stakes this is and how highly charged and polarized the political environment is, it's, it's always a, a concern. I think today, though, Rhino Dinga has, has urged his constituents and his voters stay away from the polls, uh, so turnout is particularly low. Um, and that, I think, has taken some of the sting out of the, the potential flashpoints that we could have seen. Um, but what's going to be quite important here is the behavior of security forces um, and, and how they, they interact with, um, with protesting voters. Already we've seen three deaths uh, in certain regions, um, and there, there will be sporadic flashpoints. 
it's um, you know it's something that that is part and parcel of the election cycle in Kenya, and something that we're we're definitely concerned about and watching quite closely. All right, Ronak Koppeldas, Africa strategist, on the line there from London. He may be in the UK, but he keeps a very close eye on what's been happening in Kenya. And, of course, at the centre of this polarisation that he mentions is the ugly issue of tribalism. That's really part of why we have such a distinct split. Uh, part of the irony of course is uh, that uh, Raila Odinga served, or at least his father served uh, in uh, the cabinet of uh, Uhuru Kenyatta's father. Uh, that was of course Jomo Kenyatta, the first democratically elected Kenyan president. We'll keep an eye on the story as it develops in the coming days. EWN Traffic In the traffic in Limbro Park